As soon as you start talking about the greatest, <laughs> you're brought face to face with the question, the greatest what? I'm glad you asked. But before I answer, let me say welcome to Mornings with Bishop Robert. It's a great place to share coffee with a cleric. <laughs> you know, my goal is to introduce people to the Jesus they never knew and then help them get to know him and his word personally and better. So if our time together today speaks to your heart, and I think it will, let me invite you to like, subscribe, and share with a friend. Well, when you're trying to define something as great, it has to have qualities that set it apart from your normal day-to-day -day thing. I mean, lots of things can be called great depending on the context. You may have heard a great song or had a great slice of pizza, but the greatness of those things is fleeting. Their long-term impact is, well, minimal at best. Sooner or later, you get tired of hearing the same song over and over. No matter how much you like it, you want to hear a different one. And even a great slice of pizza leaves you hungry after a while. But move from great to greatest, and now you've added a different element, the element of durability. Because the greatest things last. Their impact remains. Whether referring to global empires, leaders of incredible vision, or, or amazing inventions, even when they've been surpassed or passed away, their impact continues. On the South American continent, where 11 of the 12 sovereign nations speak Spanish, Brazilians speak Portuguese due to the impact of the first truly global empire in the history of the world. Now, the Portuguese empire may have passed away, but elements of its impact remain. The same is true of the Roman Empire, the Persian Empire, and many others. So in measuring the the greatest of the greatest. We need to look at how long the impact of something remains, as well as how great its impact was. And that brings us to today's verse, which says, three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Things that will last forever. <laughs> now, that's not exactly a crowded category. I mean, anything in it is automatically one of the greatest things in history. And God tells us that among these three things that will last forever, the greatest is love. And that led me to begin wondering why love was the greatest. And I think it's because faith's focus leads you to love the object of your faith. Faith doesn't stand alone. You have to have faith in something or someone. Jesus calls us to walk with him as we place our faith in him. He says, follow me. And small steps lead to bigger ones as we walk and we find ourselves filled with love for the one with whom we're walking. So faith leads us to love him. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. 
and hope finds its ultimate fulfillment in our love of Christ. Assured by faith that Christ is calling us, we're born again into a living hope. And once hope springs to life within us, we find its expression in the love that surpasses all other loves. Love is the greatest commandment. We're commanded to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our strength, and with all our mind. Consuming, controlling, committed love. And we're commanded to express that love not only to God, but to those around us, to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Christ says the entire law of God is contained in these two commandments. Love is the greatest call because it offers the greatest intimacy. Does Jesus call us to be his disciples? <laughs> yes, of course, as he calls us to follow him. But the invitation doesn't end there. He calls us his friends. Would you stop and think about that for a moment? Just, just consider what that invitation actually means. And then be amazed as, as friendship progresses in the relationship of marriage. And he calls us his bride and prepares a home for us where we'll be together forever. It's a relationship like no other. One to be treasured. Love demands the greatest price. Totally. Love consumes. Then it compels and controls. First, Christ's love sent him to the cross. And he died for all. And now Christ's love compels us. Because we're convinced that one died for all. So therefore, we who live should no longer live for ourselves. But for him. And love displays the greatest characteristics. This kind of love is so different, it even demanded a new word, agape. It's the kind of love that draws its meaning directly from the revelation of God's love in Christ. This love's not a form of natural affection. It's an expression both of obedience and will that can be expressed even to our enemies. It's a supernatural fruit of the Spirit that's patient and kind, keeps no account of wrongs suffered, and continues to give. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love is the greatest because love never fails. And when we love like him, Neither will we. Hey, as we wrap up this morning, can I invite you to introduce people to the greatest example of love in history and help them get to know Jesus and his word personally and better? Please like this video to help more people see it and then click follow or subscribe so that you and I can get together every day. I'd really love to meet you in the comment section 
and hear about how our time together today challenged your heart. It's also a great place to leave a question if you got one. I'll do my best to answer it. And one more thing. Share this with a friend, would you? Because as you do, you're part of the team touching hearts all over the world with the love of Christ. Thanks for helping.